Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Everybody here for the interview? What little lady made these? That is revenge. You're going to need more men. In the south of France. It is a problem, I admit. Dumbledore asked that I give you something. Save the moon, save Earth. Why are you so handsome? I may vomit with you. The hell are you supposed to be? The movie news. I'm vengeance. With Garrett Daly. Ooh, big Astoria. Good afternoon to you, Garrett. We haven't uh, spoken, of course, since the uh, wonderful Oscar nomination news on Tuesday. Quite quite exciting, wasn't it? Oh, very exciting. I mean, particularly, you know, when you consider Jesse Buckley, Kenneth Branagh, Kieran Hines, Van Morrison. I mean, a great, great selection yeah. of, of nominees coming through. And, and, you know, really good films, I think, this year. Yeah. That's the other thing with it. Uh, Netflix demanded, you know, they, they've really wanted to, to sort of compete at these and they lead, they lead the nominations, actually, mm. with 26 seven nominations but one of the things that I was curious to sort of look at uh, was I suppose how much streaming has impacted on the nominations and and what sort of came out because obviously you had this period where cinemas were closed for a long time and some of the the films went for cinema releases like West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, Licorice Pizza and Belfast. So they had the traditional release but then you have these movies that kind of went straight to streaming like Power of the Dog, Don't Look Up. We also had Coda which was a Sundance hit and Apple bought so it's their first uh, nomination in Best Picture and of course there's an Irish interest in that film as well, Ferdia Pilo Walsh starring in that. That's right. So, so it hasn't. I don't think it has it impacted hugely. You had King Richard and Dune, which were both sort of what they call day and date releases, where they were put out on HBO Max and in the cinema at the same time. Yeah. So it's not like it's completely dominated by streaming, no. but it's still it's a good mix. It's I was a good glad mix to see Tick Tick Boom in there and that Andrew Garfield being nominated because he's he's fantastic in that. Um, so yes. Yeah. 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 And a couple of interesting facts actually emerged from it. Some fun facts, really. Well, uh, Lynn we love fun Miranda. facts. Go for yeah. Well, Lin Manuel Miranda, he actually is closer now to achieving the EGOT status because yep. he was nominated in the Best Original Song category, and of course he has uh, he has the Emmy, the Tony, and the Grammy mm. Award so far. So we'll watch that one carefully. Yes. Jane Campion, uh, obviously nominated for directing The Power of the Dog, is the first woman filmmaker to boast two career nominations in the Best Director category, uh, which is great and richly mm. deserved. As well, Very much so. and then we have the power couples, the power yes. couples that are there. So Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz became the sixth married couple in Oscar history to be nominated <laughs> in the same year. And then on the other side, you have the other couple, not married but engaged, Jesse Plemons and uh, Kirsten Dunst. They're also both nominated as well. So there are a few kind of talented couples. Of yeah. Oh yeah, oh, unbelievably goodness. so. That's fantastic. And I think as well, what's great this year is there's no sign of sort of a, a, a clean sweep with anything, and even in terms of the the actor categories, it could go anywhere, couldn't it? It really could, yeah. It makes for a more exciting ceremony. It does, and, and yeah. you have differences as well between some of the other award ceremonies, like different different pickings from the likes of the BAFTA and stuff yeah. like that as well. So I suppose that does make it interesting because it can get a bit samey after yeah. a while, particularly these award shows. And if you do like watching them, which we do, because we're we're so interested in, I suppose, how these things... Mm. But you like the entertainment value as well. Yeah. So having different people and having different interesting things happening in, in categories makes those live shows a bit more entertaining for everybody. All right, as always, we'll do our Oscars special this Saturday before we'll make our predictions then and we'll uh, be checking out the original song and uh, score nominated categories in there too as always. All right, uh, outside of the Oscars uh, you have some casting news for us this afternoon. Jared Butler, Garrett. 
Yeah, he's eyeing up a lead role in a heist thriller feature, which is called Just Watch Me. Now, this hails from the creators of John Wick. So I think you probably know what you're going to get. But it's also based on a, on a series of novels as well. Um, and basically in this, he plays a master thief who is an expert in disguise and targets the wealthiest 0.1% of our society. He then teams up with a master forger and a team of expert thieves on a job that will make history. So that's called Just Watch Me. Ah, very good. Now, uh, in terms of directors at the moment, Anthony Russo, we very much sort of associate him with the Avengers films of late. Yeah, and is now going to be turning attention uh, with his brother as well, Joe, to a, a non-Marvel animated feature project uh, for Disney. And this is called Super Fudge, which is an adaptation of a best-selling 1980s children's book about a 12-year-old Peter living a good life in Manhattan with his pet turtle, his own room, great parents and a best friend. <laughs> However, he has a wild three-year-old brother named Farley. Fudge is his nickname. And when Fudge runs away under Peter's watch, an epic family adventure across New York City begins. Soon their world is turned upside down by the arrival of a brand new problem, an infant baby sister. Ah, well, there you go. Now, I guess it was only a matter of time. The, the Michael J- Jackson biopic is uh, is coming. Yeah, it is. And you've had sort of, sort of bidding rights going on for it. Lionsgate have got the bidding rights for the world worldwide rights to it from producer Graeme King who is uh, producing this but they've got the writer of The Aviator, Skyfall and Gladiator that's John Logan is on board to write the screenplay for the film which has been produced by the co-executors of the Michael Jackson estate. Now this project will have access to Jackson's music and it does promise an in-depth portrayal of the complicated man who became the king of pop died in 2009 at the age of 50 so the film's going to cover his beginnings with the Jackson 5 his rise to superstardom and the legal struggles with both civil and criminal lawsuits stemming from allegations of child sex abuse. So it's going to What about casting, Garrett? Any, any sign of who might play No him? word as yet mm. on the casting. I suppose while the, the screenplay has been developed, I'm sure they've, they're, they're starting to look. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's going to be a lot of interest in this. And it's good to see that they're covering all aspects exactly. of the career, good and bad. All right. Catherine Zeta-Jones, what is she up to? She has joined the cast of a TV series called National Treasure. This is a new franchise. You remember there was a movie franchise yes. of this as well. Disney Plus are, are doing this. Now the series focuses on young Jess, a brilliant and resourceful dreamer who embarks on an adventure of a lifetime to uncover the truth about her family's mysterious past and save a lost Pan-American treasure. Zeta Jones is going to play a character called Billy, a penniless orphan turned billionaire adventurer, businesswoman and black um, black, black market antiquities expert. She's also a treasure hunter who lives by her own code. The filming for this one is going to begin in Baton Rouge in Louisiana next month. All right. What about a trailer watch for us this week? Okay, so kids will like this, but I think... This will probably be for everybody. So Buzz Lightyear was a huge character from the Toy, uh, Toy Story series. <laughs> yes. So what about an origin story of Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, I know. And the adventures too, Infinity and Beyond, of course. Oh. Chris Evans, uh, Taika Waititi and uh, Kiki Palmer doing voices on this. It's going to be out in June. Check out the trailer. It's a sort of teaser trailer for now. Yeah. Lightyear is the name of the movie. It is very much a teaser trailer. It doesn't give too much away at all. But uh, Buzz Lightyear is such a wonderful character. Okay, new releases. Let's uh, start on the big screen with this one, Death on the Nile. The murderer is one of you. I don't feel safe here. 
Yes, indeed, that is Kenneth Branagh. Well, we saw him in Belfast a lot this week, but uh, there he was as Hercule Poirot. He's back. Yeah, and a big cast as well. Uh, alongside him, you have Letitia Wright, Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, in this Agatha Christie mystery novel of the same name, and a sequel as well to to another movie he directed, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, so, yeah I don't been know. A good I week mean, for Ken. it has been a good week. I mean, I think... Um, I like him as Poirot, I have to say, but I'm not sure about his, his two remakes at all. I mean, it's it's a good look if you want a bit of escapism. It's a gorgeous looking movie. Everyone, you know, star studded like the original. But I, I'm not I'm not completely convinced. He gives us a nice little bit of a backstory, but then it sort of takes a while to actually get to the Nile. And I just as happily still sit down and watch the 1978 version. So I don't know. I don't know. But um, anyway, <laughs> some some nice music, I will say, which we, we might come to. But um, that is uh, Death on the Nile. What else have we this week? Uh, Tom Holland fans will be delighted. You've got Uncharted as well. He plays uh, street smart Nathan Drake, is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter, uh, played by Mark Wahlberg to recover a fortune lost 500 years ago. That's called Uncharted. We have a documentary feature as well called The Dance, mm. documenting the creation of a new dance show by Michael Keegan Dolan. Acclaimed Irish filmmaker Pat Collins reveals a work that is expressive and exhilarating. Oh, I have to say, Pat Collins has done an extraordinary job on this. It really is excellent. I'm a Michael Keegan Dolan fan. I, I saw uh, his show Mom, on which this is based, and basically Pat Collins recorded from the very beginning. If you want to get an idea of the very seed of an idea, huge improvisation from all the dancers involved, right up to the performance. Uh, this is really, really well done. And I mean, Pat Collins recorded hours and hours and hours and hours of footage. So, I mean, kudos to himself and, and editor Keith Walsh for bringing it right down. It's a, it's a really interesting watch. That is the dance. And a few more to mention. Yeah, and as you said, he is one of the most interesting documentary mm. makers out there that we have, and, and worldwide, I think, as well. Yeah. Fantastic filmmaker. Yeah, a couple more to mention, as you say. Fireheart is an animated movie uh, that is also released. We've got Flea, which was uh, Oscar-nominated mm. in the documentary feature category, recounted mostly through animation in this uh, film. I mean, opens up about the past for the first time of his journey as a child refugee from Afghanistan. And then we have Marry Me. This is uh, Jennifer Lopez and Wilson star. They play music superstars getting married before global audience of fans but when one of them learns just before the vows that the other has been unfaithful, uh, she decides to marry a stranger in the crowd instead. <laughs> and uh, finally as well, Beatles get back. This is the first time in its entirety. The live performance as a group, the unforgettable rooftop concert uh, performance. Peter Jackson directing that one. That's in limited release. Now, a little well, bit of everything so. this week it has to be said. Very good. And what about a TV movie for us? A little bit of a laugh, I think. Yes, um, that'll be I welcome. Love, I love this movie. Uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> yes. I mean, it just doesn't get better. <laughs> Michael Caine, Steve Martin starring as professional con men who make a sort of career of seducing and swim, uh, swindling wealthy women on the French Riviera. However, one of their idyllic lifestyle is threatened by the arrival of this brash American played by Steve Martin, trickster, eager for a piece of the action. And uh, yeah, there's just some wonderful, funny, yeah, funny, funny moments in this movie. It's on tonight, 10.15 on TG Cahar. That's Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Lovely, Gareth. Thank you very much. Thanks, Aideen.